South Jersey bad boys. Whoa, you got really got a bit of an alto going on there. I'm just getting really ready sexual, for sexual. My... I felt. Yeah, I mean that's just how I was trained to sing. It was <laughs> who uh, trained you? Uh, middle school choir camp. Uh, they trained grade. you sexy. Yeah, they were like, you know, you're you're down here. We want you living up here. Okay. And I took it as an erection. Is what I was like. I got to get up. Well, that's and what they typically ask you to do at exactly. camp. Exactly. Father O'Malley, fifth that's grade that choir. Christian yeah. camp for you. That is that Christian camp. I was actually, I was an altar boy in uh, uh, third grade, I think it was. I actually almost burned myself alive. I think we talked about this yeah. before. But uh, yeah, no, going into middle school, I was in the band. All right, let's not get it twisted. I wasn't in choir. All right, I wasn't one of those people. Yeah, I just playing the old skin yeah. flute yeah. <laughs> on my yeah. right, fellas. I did that without an audience. That's there right. There were no sheet music for those notes. No, just behind the dumpster. Yep, yep. And uh, yeah, if I wanted to get a free trip in the spring to go somewhere, I wasn't going to do it being a part of the choir. I was going to be playing back up to the, someone's backup in the back of the horn section. That's where it was. That was really embarrassing when you were in band in school that they had the chair system, like your third or fourth chair. I remember I played saxophone yeah. for like the fourth grade one year, yeah. and there was four of us in the class, and I was fourth <laughs> chair. Yeah. And it's like we all just started learning. First of all, give me a goddamn second. You immediately <laughs> get ranked. Yeah. You're like, hey, um, we're going to make it – visibly obvious that you yeah. are the worst person here at yep. this instrument. And then that's what you're going to go by as well. When you tell people whether you're a first or second chair, it's like you're going to tell people you're fourth. And yeah. It's like out of how many? Four. Four. <laughs> They're like, yeah, just so you know and so everybody else in the room knows, you are progressing the worst here. Yeah. Yep. Like, okay, you know what? My confidence is soaring yeah it's like it, they like definitely categorized it as if it was like you know what line on the ice that you were it's like are you in the first the second the third and it's just right yeah. from the right from the jump with that imagine like you know you have a job you start a new job and immediately there's like a ranking system where it's yeah. like hey there's 11 employees here and yep. you're all going to go and sit in your chair and in order yeah. the 11th is the worst yeah you're the worst person here yeah and you better fucking work your way up. At least with the music side of things, it was a pure meritocracy that True. the best person was in the front. It wasn't the kiss ass. It wasn't the person that could network the best. It wasn't the person that showed up the most. It was just purely. Yeah. If you played some sax well. If you played some sax well, if you were a great drummer, but you never showed up to practice, which most of the guys in my middle school band did, mm. never showed up to practice, but they were great and they were the only ones that did it. So they got on the trip. They showed up to the concerts. You know, they weren't, yeah. they weren't squeaking their fucking clarinets. Like yeah. a lot of the nervous women were at the, uh, or girls at that point. That's what yeah. it always was. The clar saxophones could squeak a little bit. Yeah. Any of the, the wind instruments. Yeah. The flutes, the clarinets, they definitely did. I, yeah. I, I really didn't have much, there wasn't much to fuck up with a, you get uh, a couple of squeaks playing the skin flute. Yeah. As well. <laughs> yeah. No more grunts and groans than anything. <laughs> yeah. My, I, I had baby teeth till I was 15. <laughs> So that's <laughs> yikes. Yeah. Well, we didn't expect to go on that. That is what happens when we're like, you know, it always gets it, it gets immediately perverted down like a like a pedophile trauma yeah. avenue with you. Mm -hmm. Goes into an altar boy story. And I don't know why. Maybe I have a lot of repressed memories in that area. I, I <laughs> yeah. How rep repressed are they? If you bring them up every episode. <laughs> This is a truck driving Christian, Christian pedophile podcast. apologist podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We have a very niche audience. Yes. A niche. very niche. Niche. Yeah. Niche. 
Yeah. Is it niche? Niche? Who gives a shit? Yeah, we're not really in the uh, realm of possibilities of where we should be telling people how to pronounce what things. What is this, what? English class? This yeah. is a South Jersey podcast. The we South don't Jersey. say anything right. We don't say anything right. We mispronounce things by our own doing. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, you develop accents based on like what you hear. You're a product of your own environment, That's if right. you will. And the environment we were raised in was borderline white trash. I mean, you could definitely get way more than us and then you can obviously get we're kind of sitting pretty in the middle yeah i mean we we've mentioned it before but south jersey really is just such an interesting place where it's it's a collective group of so many different things it's like you could be in a extremely racist town Mm -hmm. um and then right next door you could be in an extremely upscale liberal rich town yeah that is very inclusive um you you could be in kind of like a like a hick you know you could be surrounded by a bunch of guys that think they're hicks you could be surrounded by guys that are wigged out you know what i'm saying you could be you could be in an actual um you know urban area you could be um you know you could be in like a middle class middle class area but the thing i like about it a lot is the towns that have a mixture of all of those things because those are the towns whose facebook groups uh are fucking most popping yeah you get somebody posted in there about a politics thing somebody's always losing their cat there's somebody else who's just like what was that noise are Mm -hmm. you in your towns i know you recently moved. i'm not in my towns but i will say my the high school that i went to was was a, the best mix of South Jersey where it's like you had some kids that were extremely wealthy. You had some kids that had absolutely nothing that uh, lived in Camden, New Jersey. Yeah. You had the middle class kids. You had the kids that thought that they were, you know, living in the country, shooting deer on the weekends. You had the other half that were, yeah. um, you know, had shape ups and, and earrings. And, I, yeah. you know, I fell into that that, that group for that group. for a hot second. In the group where you had to choose like, wait, which uh, ear? piercing do i get that isn't gay is it two we were we were doubled up and doubled up when we were in high school 2011 yeah blonde tips and everything no blonde tips this was in the 90s yeah yeah this was uh this was you know 2000 to 2010 area where i feel like actually no the the tips were around then but yeah well i was in high school 2000 what 2007 2011 yeah my uh, my buddies they would go full-blown bleach blonde hair dyed like eminem back in the 90s yeah. and i wasn't allowed to listen to that uh satanist music mm. um i was on in sync so i i had an in sync shirt that i was photographed in fourth grade wearing a lot of the oh. time so i was a big lance bass kind of guy yikes it um, <laughs> yeah. must have been tough for you yeah yeah um but eventually when i got to the eminem side of things when i was able to skate by the people at walmart where i would buy cds at and they didn't ask me for an id or parental supervision to buy the cd um that's when i was like fuck i should have dyed my hair when i had the chance it was the uh, the face yeah. had passed me by mm-hmm. yeah but i think i distinctively remember the first time i did that i was like i gotta find the dumbest looking cashier in here that's not gonna give a shit that i'm the, like young for these this music yeah. so i would buy cds and i had a cd player because i was never you know when the ipods came out i was yeah. still on cd players mm-hmm. and then i would get on to like a knockoff mp3 player like i never had the in I, thing oh i always had the knockoff the knockoff mp3 mp3 players sucks yeah yeah because they would die so quickly mm-hmm. um everything would have an it was always on, it. on shuffle you couldn't like go yeah. through a menu like an ipod where it was really simple and you pick out the artist or the song yeah. that was the biggest thing you're like i just want to be able to pick the exact song yeah it's funny to think back uh on you know uh going out to the store to get a cd or a video game and you would get 
like checked you had to be old enough i forgot about that yeah video games too i remember i tried buying true crime new york on gamecube in the burlington center mall when i was in like sixth grade and the guy was giving me a hard time and then my mom came in and i was like mom i gotta i need you to buy this game for me they'd and look at the cover it'd be like grand theft auto with tits on it she'd yeah. be like what the f- what is she didn't this? even have to do it this guy was trying to be his own fucking moral police and he was explaining to my mother what happened in the game you're like guy shut up yeah dude. i'm just trying to just trying to get myself off to some animated titties come it's on like, bro yeah. yeah so i couldn't get that if game she says yes we're good with it yeah <laughs> so then i went to walmart the walmart i eventually got banned for life out of and you've been uh, banned for life from a lot of things walmart tiktok yep you know most schools yep i've been blocked by adam schefter on twitter as well why um, shefty he tweeted something years ago. It was an ad for DraftKings, and I like went on a tangent about how I lost my stepson's college tuition fund on DraftKings and blocked me. <laughs> I was like, is that in your rider for your contract with DraftKings? Is that nobody can talk shit about DraftKings? This was at the time when uh, DraftKings and FanDuel, do you remember when like there was legal ramifications coming down and they were trying to say like these are gambling apps right and their stance is like no it's just uh it's a game of chance and it's skill uh, not chance it was skill yeah you had the, a funny the way skill. of rephrasing gambling. yeah it was and then it just like went away and they're like okay we're gambling and now yeah. it's just gambling ads fucking everywhere like nfl everybody teams are, I, uh, every one of our friends on the weekend has bets in on the games oh yeah I'm sitting there and they got like division three Canadian lacrosse that they're yeah. betting on. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Everyone's yeah. just a gambling degenerate. So I, I don't, you know, in anything that's really, you know, widely popular like that, it does. I, I'm always a late adopter. I'm always late to the game on it. And like the, the draft Kings and gambling and stuff. Yeah. I don't have any, I'm not in on that at all, but you see everyone doing it. And I'm like, Oh, it does kind of seem like fun. So yeah. I, I've thought about it, but here's what I'm wondering um, and I haven't asked any of my buddies this. I don't know if you have any insight, but like, are any of them with the amount that they gamble every single weekend, you know, they go up, they go down or any of them actually in, getting, you know, getting ahead in the black. Yeah. You know, like, are, are they in the green or are they just constantly canceling themselves out because they go up and they lose it the next weekend? I got to imagine it's just this constant. It is breaking even. It is. And it's just constant, just stress, sweating. You're all gonna, they're all going to die of heart attacks at 45 over watching a Cincinnati Bengals, Pittsburgh Steelers Monday night game. That's meaningless. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's the end result for a lot of people that do it full time, uh, full time, you know, all the time. Um, but no, I, I think it's a struggle to stay above even. Yeah. Uh, and I, I've never gotten into those. I did a little bit when they do it, but you know the way that they get you and they always say like, oh, you get a risk-free bet, which is such funny terminology because that's the biggest like uh, just contradiction mm-hmm. ever. It's just a risk-free bet. bet. Yeah. It's, it's so stupid because right. when you put it in there, it's like if you spend five hundred oxymoron. Yeah, what they say is that like you can get a risk free bet up to a thousand dollars. Basically, if you put in a thousand dollars into their app, like deposit your money in there, they will match you. But that money that they put in, you can't withdraw you, you have, have to, to spend on bets so basically like they're, you're gonna lose it more likely than not you're gonna lose the credit that they give you it's gonna go right back to them so like we're gonna give you free money to sign up with us and and bet yeah 
Um, you but, have a, ch- but then you're signed up and you're going to like, you yeah, know, keep so doing like, it. If you want to put $500 in and then they give you 500 and you just be like, they gave me 500 free bucks. I'm going to fucking blow it. It's like, yeah, that's exactly what they want you to do. Make yeah. a stupid bet, bet on, uh, Katy Perry's tit popping out there in the national anthem. See if you fucking win any. I mean, if yeah, you do, you, you get probably a big, will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish you would. I wish dude. I'd be rooting for you. Oh my God. Katy um, Perry, dude. Yeah. It's a hot tamale. Yeah. But the, uh, I, I have the fantasy things and I, you know what I hate? I started doing it a little bit this year after a few years of not doing it. I like doing just straight up pick em pools because you get to pick who wins. I like the pick em pools because that way you're just rooting for a team as opposed to like yeah, it, all of our buddies on the weekend on a Sunday that are like, I got a fucking three person parlay on the fucking <laughs> women's soccer world cup. You're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Dude? Yeah. You know nothing about any of the, the sports. I just games bet or- the mortgage on this fucking <laughs> tennis match. I got a parlay going. You're like, what? Yes. That or the fantasy teams, because I'm sure you've had people talk to you about their fantasy teams that you could give a fuck about. Like give a fuck less about it. But the problem is, is yeah, that I stopped doing, fa- I'm out on fantasy. Yeah. Cause now if I have Saquon Barkley from the giants on my team and they're playing the Eagles, it's like, if he scores, I'm like, yes, but fuck. Yeah. Like I didn't even like, I, I get it. It makes it more exciting and stuff like that. But yeah, I just don't have the time. I mean, it's just too much upkeep for, I mean, upkeep. You literally sit there, you know, in five minutes and you just like, put it in, but I would always forget. And I just, I'd rather just chill. Yeah, and you got you got to pay attention to the injury reports. Uh, see if somebody's. Uh, yeah, it feels game like time. work. I mean, I never win every year, so then it starts to feel like work. I have to pay attention, and I'm yeah, like, and I just can't lose just cash money. Yeah, I, I get it. I get the fantasy thing, but for, it's just not for me. I'm yeah. out on it. Yeah, no, it, it's not the uh, fantasy. We should be. Like, I'm just, I'm so bad at it that you would think I'm the one with CTE, but it's yeah. actually the people on my team that most likely do. So yeah, there's there uh, we should. There's got to be some other fantasy draft pools that we could create uh, in life, you know, not just like the NFL. That could be maybe more interesting. I, I wonder. I, I have thought about like that. the celebrity death pools, or or like you're in those, right? Oh yeah, I'm in one of those. That's always fun. And I mean, last year it came down to the wire. Betty White died on Christmas Eve. Do you know what an adrenaline rush? If you had Betty White in yeah. your celebrity death pool, she died on the last day of the year. Mm. I mean, that's just that's. I mean, chef's kiss. I mean, right. it's, you can't get any better than that. I mean, yeah. who would you have if you had to choose a celebrity death pool for next year? Because mine for this year has been doing horrible. For next year? Um, let's see. Who's really on the... Uh, Do you know who I got this who's year? Who's on death's door? I, I got Vin Scully. He died, which was good. That was, that was Not good. That's one point for me. Who I had in there, who I thought was a lock, Bob Barker. He's he, still kicking? He we've talked about that on here. He has sexual assault charges that have been dropped on him over the past few decades, but he is still kicking. He's 99. Oh, I got one. Cosby's going to fucking croak next year. Yeah. He's either croak, he's going to lose an eye or he's going to croak. Yeah, the cataracts will yeah. you know, will yeah. definitely catch one of them eyeballs, but he's not I mean he, how much longer can that guy fucking Yeah. Him I I got Dolly Parton on mine as well. I mean Dolly, yeah, one of those tits could explode any day now. I think I have Tina Turner in there as well. You got to have some sleepers. My sleeper this year, which I'm pissed about, I almost chose Aaron Carter, but then I went. He's with- not a sleeper. Are you kidding me? That would be that would be a top five draft pick. Yeah, anybody with a neck tattoo is a top five pick. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's what makes Come a good on, point, dude. Who I went with was McCulkey, Macaulay Culkin, McCulkey Culkin, McCulkey Culkin, McCulkey Culkin. Yeah, I chose him. Doesn't he do coke too? I think he's actually in the best shape out of any of those child stars. Damn, Amanda Bynes, I should have went with. Yeah, Bynes you is. You choosing Bynes for twenty twenty three? She she's up there. I mean, she uh, she could definitely 
Um, packs a punch. Yeah, I could definitely see that happening. Uh, she had, like, lit her dog on fire or some shit. Yeah. Like, she's... Uh, I should have went with the Cash Me Outside girl because that's, like... Yeah, she's I, killing it, dude. She's crushing it right now, but she's one of the, like, the hopefuls on my end. I, sure, I don't want Bob Barker to... Hopeful. I don't want Bob Barker to croak, but the odds are against you, Bob. Yeah. Uh, now, when it comes to Cash Me Outside Price girl... Price is wrong, Bob. Yeah, Price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> trying to think of who might be, like, a sleeper that uh, I haven't thought of. Yeah, who's a real... Oh, fucking... I mean, you can't even say this. I, I, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. We'll, we'll count down. We'll say it at the same time on three. Three, three two, two, one. one. Iggy Azalea. <laughs> oh, Biden? Oh, okay. I mean... Uh, he's sleeping, but I can't. Say I don't want to put that out there against, <laughs> against any of our uh, political commentators on this podcast, also because of some conflicts of interest. But I'm just saying, yeah. the guy. Somebody check on the guy. Somebody should check on the guy. Somebody check on him. He's not. Should. Yeah. The same with Don, Donald Trump. I mean, how how much longer can he just rail Adderall and hookers <laughs> and Diet Coke? And still kick. I there, mean, there are three things in life that they say that you can never get enough of, and it's Adderall. What was the other one you said? Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Adderall. Uh, no, Ad, no, it's Adderall, Adderall, Diet Coke, Diet Coke, and hookers. And hookers. Those are the th- the big three of things you cannot get enough of. Some That's say, the American, you know. Yeah. Some say you can't get enough money. Health or pyramid. Oxygen. Yeah, that is that that uh, garbage fucking food pyramid that they showed us in middle school, which yep. turned out to be the biggest horse shit ever. Yeah, they had cereal on there. Yeah, they had cereal on there. Milk and uh, fucking gogurt was it. We all followed a... that shit to a T. Now we're all obese and depressed. <laughs> you know, nowadays, if they came out with a food pyramid, there would be like sponsored pieces of content in oh, the middle yeah. of it. it. The Pfizer vaccine would be on there. Yeah, the <laughs> Pfizer what? vaccine would be in there. You'd have fucking uh, Nestle putting a little crunch bar in the yep. middle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder if that had any influence. But yeah, you you look back at those old pyramids. We should pull that up one one of these episodes. Yeah. But it was like, yo, you got to eat lots of wheat and pasta and cereal. Yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. And then in schools with us in South Jersey specifically, they were telling us all of this in between dare program presentations while the teacher smoked a cigarette. So I mean, that's which they should bring back smoking in schools and hospitals. I am all for this. Totally. Um, they they really should. I miss um, a smoky bar, man. Being able to, I and mean, we we talked about this before i mean sorry can't sorry say it enough i miss smoking in a bar so do i you have to go to ray's happy birthday bar in south philly now to do that there's only... got to be your birthday yeah <laughs> some people Come on there, ray if you've ever been in there have you ever been in there on a saturday afternoon some people in there have celebrated 90 or 100 birthdays <laughs> they oh, are sure. they are up there but they're still smoking out of this hole and the one they got in their neck oh, and yeah. i i can respect it yeah i really can Whatever hole you got, smoke them if you got them. Yeah, smoke them if you got them. Smoke the holes, the poles. And we got a lot of those coming in, not just uh, Ooh, a little voicemail action? We got some voicemail action that came in from a dedicated fan. Let's Um, go. Thank you to the fans for calling in. Calling in. Yep, I know last week we had uh, a couple guys from high school. A couple guys from high school from the other week. We We we, chatted. He's a good friend of mine. Yeah, yeah, he's a good friend. Good friend of yours. Oh, man, he likes the kid. Yeah. So here's another one that came in from a dedicated uh, fan. All um, right. Let me see here. Uh, here we go. Yo, what's going on? This is your South Jersey native Anthony over here. Uh, Brandon and Dan, first off, you know, you both are great. Put South Jersey on the map because mm-hmm. uh, everybody thinks that uh, Jersey, you know, is uh, near New York. Everybody's near New York. We all have New York accents. Where yeah, right. that's Fuck just em. not true. We're 
fucking, you know, we're from the Philly yep. area. Uh, yep. Yeah, I love the culture that you guys are doing, uh, with the topics and everything, and culture. you guys are hilarious. Um, I'm only on episode nine, so I just started, I discovered you guys. Uh, the other day, nice. uh, looking for some Jersey uh, podcast. I know this guy. Right now, I'm in a different uh, state or whatever. But um, yeah, you guys are doing good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to show my support for you guys. Um, yeah, and, dude. Uh, just keep doing your thing. Keep in South Jersey on the map, and uh, go Camden County you know, all day. <laughs> all right, now that. Let's go. Now that is that is something that first of all, can we get a slow clap? Yeah, we get a slow clap. We give you a nice South Jersey bad boy. That's gotta be my boy Anthony Joseph, who's been DM in the pod. Fuck yeah. Um Can we also throw that we just give them a a, like a South Jersey bad boy? Sure, yeah. That's that's what he is. You're a bad boy certified. Well, so he did ask for first he asked for, for an autograph, and I'm like, dude, he goes he messaged me and goes Hey, Dick, can I get an autograph? <laughs> Which is hilarious. This guy gets the culture, like he said. Loves he gets the culture, the culture, gets the culture. He understands us. So thank yeah. you. And I said, you don't want an autograph. And he said, I do. I said, we'll give you a shout out. So on three, let's give him a little one. And it's two. Anthony, right? Well, let's give him a South Jersey Bad Boys. Okay, okay. So one, one two, two, three. South Jersey Bad Boys. Anthony, Anthony Joseph. Certified Bad Boy. Look, we're not going to send you an autograph. I know I said I would, but it's you don't want it, dude. It's not worth anything. Yeah. The shout out. That's is, worth a million dollars, at, dude. I yeah. mean, th- and thanks for calling in. You could definitely tell he's from Camden County because he said, "Everybody, yeah. everybody, yep. everybody thinks we're from North Jersey." It's bullshit. And he's got he's got that thick South Jersey unique accent. And you could also tell he's from South Jersey because it's like, hey, you know, most people think that we're part of New York. We're not. We're from fucking Philly. It's like nothing Jersey at I all. Know. It's like either New York or Philly, and we're just the mess in between. A- anybody truly from Jersey does not represent themselves as Jersey. No. So, uh, basically from Philly. But he, he said he's here. from Camden, right? He should tailgate. Camden, he said Camden County all day. I okay. don't know if he's from Camden. I was going to say, if he's from Camden, then I think we found a spot to tailgate at next summer during the Jimmy Buffett concert. Ooh, well, we'll find out. Yeah. Anthony, when you catch up in episodes, I know you said you're on episode nine. This is episode 28. Oh, so really? when he catches up, uh, let us know. <laughs> but yeah, a- Anthony... Um, Give us, you know, when you call in next, give us the topic maybe or a question you want us to talk about and we'll go over it with oh. you. But thank you for calling in. Uh, you know, hope you enjoyed the shout out. Yeah. And sorry about the autograph. Maybe we'll send you a dick pic or something. I, yeah. I, I just feel like the autograph is just, you know, it's, yeah. it's worthless. Well, yeah. we And we just haven't been drinking enough. Um, once we get we'll a- send you a ho- We'll send him a hog shot for Christmas. Yeah. For so the holidays. A little, just a little- Merry Xmas at 8.30 a.m. on the 25th. Come on. And I'll already be a few Irish coffees deep. Yeah, yeah, you'll have, like, kids in the background. All right, that it's went down that same exact path there we that go. we thought. Let's yeah, cut it out. Yeah. Here. Ron Stone Raymond. And I've, I'm out truck driving around North America right now. <laughs> and I called you on my cellular device because... I heard that y'all are running for political office, and I wanted you to know that politics are a very important part of my adult life. Sounds like it. <laughs> I don't mean adult like pornography, though. I mean my adult life. And We got you. This guy votes. Basically, scary. y'all have my vote if you are willing to erasify the homosexuals from southern New Jersey. Say <laughs> <Hey>, erasify? Because... <laughs> We need to bring that back. We we need to bring it back to the to the truck stops. The lot lizards all around town, and 
Mm-hmm. I will say there was a time where I was at Riggins and you know, the only hitchhiker was a man and I had mistakenly taken my Is heart this your medicine dad? and switched it with a Viagra, but that's not really why I'm calling you tonight, so don't Alright, look. You got my vote and and I need a calendar that you t- for the inside of my truck cabin. So that's a big ten four on that calendar, partner. Is that All right, good night. <laughs> what was that last part? <laughs> that's a big ten four on the calendar, partner. I think he wants a, a risque calendar shoot from us to put out. <laughs> Listen, we could do that for sure. Let me ask you a question. Is that the same phone number from that had previously called in? This one's that's a different one? This one's unknown. Interesting. This is an unknown one. So whoever I wonder if out that's our to... truck driving boy that uh has written in. No, no. I, I pegged the you know our truck driving writer as a little bit more high class. I think he's a little higher class than that. He sounded legit. He sounded like a grown man with a family. This guy this, sounds like he's going through some troubles. Yeah, and he probably has a family as well that he's been ignoring child support payments for since the late nineties. I like that he's thinking yeah. about uh, you know politics and and uh, what's important these days. Yeah. If if anything should scare you more than uh, the uh, child sex traffickers in this area, there we go. Here we go. Uh, robbers. If those people, they scare you and keep you up at night. I think it should scare you that this guy votes. Yeah, and I would vote for him. Uh, he would have my vote in a heartbeat. What do you think? What do you think he would be good at running for? Like, what what would you put him in charge of if you owned a town? Um, like municipal services, like uh, like recycling and trash days. Yeah, you give him a porter potty on the corner, and you go, listen, buddy. You yeah, gotta I'm t- thinking. I'm thinking thinking animal control. We give him some tranquilizer darts. Oh, okay. And then we can like dress up our uh, wives as like raccoons and see if he can hit them from like a hundred yards away. That would be cool. That would actually be fun. And Um, it sounds like he, he sounds like the type of guy that would like that sort of thing. Yeah, that would get him going. He's got a wild sort of uh, you know accent going on there. Where's he? so he's can't I can't believe I doubt that he's a South Jersey bad boy. I don't know parts of he's South got Jersey a little country twang. He does, but you know deep parts That's of South true. Jersey down there in Fortescue, yeah. Vineland, uh, the greater Vineland area, if you will. Can you and play like the the first just a little bit beginning of that again let's play a little bit of that that uh voicemail again let's uh um, just the just the very beginning stone raymond what's he what did he say his name was rhinestone I'm raymond truck driving around north america right now and i called you on my cellular device <laughs> yeah that's this rhinestone raymond bullshit but i like the name rhinestone raymond yeah i like that too rhinestone's rhinestone the best. i got rhinestone raymond on the line he's calling in to talk about the homosexuals yeah because he's got a lot of time on his hands driving cross country but guess what this guy's thinking about what's important with political office mm-hmm mm-hmm as we all are. That's uh, what this, this is. The political commentary for truck drivers podcast. These are the fans that we have accumulated. Yep. Yep. And it's, it's a highly intelligent group of people. Yeah. And once we build up enough of these folks and we really corner the market, if you will, um, this guy sounds like he's currently doing meth while he's driving a truck. Yeah. Smoking out of a pipe, uh, just while driving down the white horse pike. Yeah. And he's already run over at least three people. Hasn't even looked back. Hasn't looked back. Mm-mm. He hit. 
he's hit multiple people and someone's pet, but he hasn't turned around. And that's another thing that we can respect in Rhinestone Raymond. We're not going to do the jingle for you because we don't. You're not tied to a real person, but you're a bad yeah, boy. Yeah, we'll we'll save a jingle. You know, we'll, yeah, you'll have to call back in and redeem yourself. I don't know if that's worth a jingle, but thank you, Raymond. Yeah, yeah. And let's go to see let's, what else we got. We, we got a couple more. Let's just do this one. This one was uh, I I enjoyed. Uh, I just want to say, go fucking Eagles! Anybody that wants to disrespect the Eagles, go fuck yourself! You don't know shit! Damn right. You understand? Every motherfucker out there always doubts the fucking Eagles. And I want you guys to put me on your fucking podcast so everybody can fucking hear me talk about the fucking Eagles. Okay? Okay. Nobody wants to fucking admit it. Nobody. On fucking social media. <laughs> I'll admit it. Or the damn broadcast on TV. <laughs> I love the now, Eagles. I'm going to tell you. This is a real fucking Jersey boy right here. I'm going to tell you. You so. understand? <laughs> I understand. Go Eagles. We're 11-1 right now. We're going fucking to the Super Bowl. What do you guys think, Brandon? What do you think, Dan? What do you think? Oh, we're, we're with you. We're going to the motherfucking Super Bowl. Let's go! Yep. I, I that was the voicemail and these WIP callers are getting aggressive. <laughs> you know, that is a true Eagles fan because even when we're having the best season we've ever had in history, we sound pissed. We sound pissed and look at all these motherfuckers down. No one us. wants to talk about how much I fucking love the Eagles. These motherfuckers, I I mean the, the the voice to text of the voicemail blocks out any curse words. There's nothing but asterisks throughout this entire I love text. it. I love it. That that's a true birds fan. That is a true birds fan and I believe that's our boy Anthony because it came from the same phone number. All right, well Anthony, I like that he's calling in as a different guy. Yeah. But with a different topic. So I I appreciate that. And yeah. listen, Obviously, one, two, three, go birds, go birds, go birds, go birds, dude. Yeah. We're we're with it, dude. We're I don't with know if it. you thought we were gonna fight you on that, but we are. No, we're with you. Yeah, go we're fucking with you. birds. We we have been inside of Lincoln Financial Field for something other than a Taylor Swift concert. We can guarantee you that. Let's fucking go, dude. The yeah. birds ever call down the South Jersey bad boys? We'll commentate on the games and mm-hmm. we'll go, yo, listen. This is the best season that we ever had. I think that uh, I think that AJ Brown's gonna fucking go off, dude. He's gonna He's have gonna a go couple off. of TDs. I want to see some TDs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fucking titties, boy. Yeah, yeah. None of that plastic horse shit that you see over there at the cheerleaders. Yeah, that's right. Gentlemen's club. And uh, I can confidently say that um, I, as big of an Eagles fan as you want me to know, as I'm sure our uh, Anthony, I believe, who this was that called in, um, my first time in Lincoln Financial Field was in 2003 for a Bruce Springsteen post-9-11 concert where half the stadium started chanting, fuck Bill Parcells. God, does it get more American than that? Does it get more American than saying, fuck Parcells, who was the current uh, Cowboys head coach? 9-11 Bruce Springsteen concert. 9-11. Bruce Springsteen's up there singing about the towers falling down. how many Patriots must been at that concert yeah and it's just like yeah because it's in philly right it's all just blue collar real americana that's right and we're saying fuck america's team fucking head coach on a 9-11 tribute mm. concert i mean priorities dude that that's what i love about philadelphia it's like whatever is going on yep. in the world we can make it about the birds yeah and this is when people still- hurricane schmurricane dude the birds are 11 and one <laughs> yeah 
this is when we all came together because there's still little factions of the Eagles fan base that will go at each other's throats. Yeah. But prior to social media, when all you had to listen to these nut jobs was on sports talk radio, yeah. prior to that, we could all come together at times like these. Mm-hmm. Now it's a little more difficult, but when the birds are doing well, it's a lot easier. Yeah, it, it really changes the economic landscape in Philadelphia depending upon how the birds are doing. Exactly. I think right now we can all rally behind each other, getting wasted at Xfinity and throwing empty cans of PBR at fat chicks on the bull, mm-hmm. right? That's the thing. It's like even when we're doing well, there's we're still angry, mm-hmm. but just in like a more fun way. Like we're yeah. still fighting and we're going to be punching people in the face, but it's like for fun, yeah. you know, with the boys. Speaking of this, did you see at the last Eagles game against the Titans this past Sunday where that receiver went up from the Titans, went up for that ball? He still caught it, but he got like knocked out for a second, ended up with a concussion. He is on his back, like unconscious in the end zone, and the ref called a flag on like an illegal hit. And the entire stadium starts booing for the fucking flag. Yeah. It's like the guy looked like he was dead. He wasn't fucking yeah. moving. And they're like, that was a horse shit call. Yeah. Get a spatula and get that guy off the fucking field yeah get this <laughs> pussy out of here it's like what people online were losing their fucking oh minds. he broke his neck walk it off yeah dude. walk it the fuck off i broke my neck on the construction site the other day and then i still got i still was in the reading terminal market scamming people yeah. that afternoon. i still had time to call into wip yeah <laughs> give mike missanelli a piece of my fucking mind dude <laughs> yeah um, you got any more uh, voices? Thank you, Anthony. Yeah, yeah. There was a couple other. They're not as timely. Let's we'll save them for the next episode. Because right. we got through so many, and we got some fucking news to hit. Ooh, let's hit the news. We're, we're in Jersey, right? We like that we don't talk politics all that time. But when we do, it's going to involve our boy Chris Christie. Am Christopher I right? Christie. Jeez. Christopher Christie's niece. Jesus Christie. Yeah, she got violent on a plane meltdown, and she got kicked off a plane. Chris Christie's niece. His niece, uh, Shannon Epstein, and I know her name is Epstein because it looks like Epstein, but a lot of people changed their last name's pronunciation recently. Yeah, uh, yeah. The best part about this entire story, she was drunk and high while getting kicked off a Spirit Airlines flight. Damn, Christy, you can't, you can't hook your girl up with the fucking get her out of spirit? She's on Spirit Airlines, and she's the former New Jersey governor's niece. Wow. Well, that, she, she must be a distant... She, you would think she'd be more of a distant relative, considering um, she doesn't really look like Chris Christie. No, she, she looks like his left nut. Yeah, she kind of does. Is that a cigarette? Yeah, it is. I mean, you can't really tell. I mean, oh, wow, she's attractive. Yeah. Um, her, her t- they put up all of like her personal pictures for this. Yeah, the New York Post is fucking dirty. Let's but go. They just want to show that, like, hey, her uncle has bigger tits than she does. That's you don't see <laughs> that every day. But they said that she was displaying unusual strength, foaming from the mouth, and fought off cops, saying, "Do you know who I am?" Foaming from the mouth, and this is on a flight from New Orleans. That is a different level of white privilege. <laughs> I mean, this is, I mean, you don't get more Jersey than this. This isn't South Jersey. This is that North Jersey trash. Do you know who I am? Yeah. My uncle used to have the biggest tits in the government. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Next to Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. (laughs) How dare you? You should have seen his daddy milkers. Yeah. I love when people get on a plane 
and they think that they can do whatever the fuck they want based off of someone they know. And they're like, I'm going to fucking get hammered. I'm going to get high. I'm going to fucking punch Mike Tyson in the face. What are they going to do? Yeah. It's like, yo, you're going you're gonna to have to chill yeah. out. Yeah. And this is coming out of New Orleans, flying to New Jersey on Thanksgiving Day. On at Jesus. S- at 6 a.m., she walks on the flight, and she sees a Latino family, and she's she asked if they were smuggling cocaine. <laughs> wow. She was ready for her uncle to deport them. She was, but like... What a son of a bitch. We've all been there, though. 6 (laughs) a.m., you're leaving New Orleans. I I have... It's been a while since I've threatened a a Mexican family uh, that I've seen on a flight. I mean... Uh, and asked if they're smuggling drugs. I mean, I and can, said to somebody, "Do you know who my fucking uncle is?" Yeah, I mean, now I can see where maybe not one of us, but we know a lot of people. We know a lot of people, not people like she knows. She's well connected, but we've known a few characters who I can definitely see getting on a Spirit Airlines flight at six a.m. in New Orleans, drunk and high, walking by a Latino family and just going, "Pretty smuggling cocaine." I know at least a dozen people that would do that. Yeah. Um. So it's just the fact that she injured six police officers. She injured six. Damn, dude, this girl was taking yeah cops she, out. She bit one on the arm. Uh. And Jesus, it was was this girl have rabies? Yeah. <laughs> Foaming from the mouth. She's biting people. We need to put this bitch down. We can't have rabies make a comeback in this country. Seriously, like it did in the rabies infestation in 1954. Wait, she bit somebody and took down five other cops. She took down five other cops. Uh, God, six. She is Christie's niece. This girl's <laughs> a fucking tank. Yeah, she's taken down cops left and right. She said, "Do you know who I am? I'm Chris Christie's daughter, and you're so fucked, you will lose your job. I know Donald Trump." Uh, not looking so attractive now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like the little glamour shot they gave of Chris. Yeah. Um, Scroll up there. Oh, the, the glamour shot of him right yeah, there. Yeah, nice little Thanksgiving shot of that gullet. Yeah, look at that fucking gibbler, g- giblet, g- gobbler. Yeah, that's a, if you order a gobbler at Wawa, you just get one of those on a roll. She's yeah. going yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to send that guy on him. Man, I the the uh, the do you know who I am line is so wildly absurd to me. I, I can't. Have you ever dropped it? No. I mean, <laughs> wh- where could I? Do you know who I am? <laughs> My dad is dead, but he used to work at UPS. <laughs> like, I, I would, I don't even have, I don't know what I would even attempt to drop. But like, the, it's just the most uh, disgusting thing to say. It's D- like, do you know who I am? It it's is. like, I don't care who the fuck you are. Yeah, you know what I could say? I'd be like, do you know who I am? My dad worked for the state of New Jersey and was suspended without pay three times. That's yeah. what I could say, which yeah. is a true story, but. Separate from this, I mean, how about the cops that came out and actually gave quotes saying that she punched me, kicked me, spit in my face, twisted me, and she was able to broke break free as they tried to handcuff her. Wow. If you were a cop, would you admit that some like drunken like sorority whore broke free on Thanksgiving morning? Yeah, you know, I did they say uh, what the consequences were? Like, did she get arrested? Like, I, I bet you nothing happened to her from this. She probably got kicked off the flight, obviously. She got, she got let go on bail the, uh, later that day, but she did uh, scream saying, by this time tomorrow, you both will be in jail. What the fuck did I do? I'm a lesbian. Is that it? Do you want to put your... What? 
Do you want to turn out the gay card too? Do you want really doubling down? I know she must have listened to the podcast and she's like, if these guys can do it, I can do it. And then she continued saying, do you want to put your dick in me? That's it. Isn't it? What is that? What this is all about? You want to put your dick in my mouth? Don't you? You're so fucked. You asshole. This is all in the New York post. This is all in the New York post. These are direct quotes from Shannon Epstein, Chris Christie's niece. And after hearing that quote, I have heard that exact quote probably four or five times from girls at bars. And now I want to think that I probably hit on this run into this this i I think i ran into her lesbian this fine lesbian at tavern on broad in philadelphia at one point or another (laughs) man yeah she's dropping the gay card she's dropping the you know my uncle is the the former governor card yeah she's dropping the i wear you know pantsuit card yeah i mean that is a lesbian outfit right there if i've ever seen one she Uh, looks like me and fucking cancun actually yeah. i was gonna say that does look like we got some black and cac going on in yeah. this right, all right here. so confirmed this woman is a lesbian i was looking at her link is, we're totally fine with that we're totally fine with that but what I, we're not fine with is biting police officers you can't okay? you can't bite a cop i don't bite like not in today's uh, day and age not in today's maybe back in 1993 back in 2011 sure bite a cop you can get yeah. away with it yeah back in 08 when the phillies went to the world series that was understandable understandable it's gonna happen yeah it's gonna happen but i was looking at her linkedin page earlier she what does uh, she do uh let me guess she uh works in government no she doesn't political field I don't even think Chris Christie gave this bitch a uh, a Christmas a Christmas gift. Chris Christie Christmas gift. Say that three fucking times fast. Right. She fucking is a waitress and used to work as a pizza delivery person. I was like, but you're the niece of a former governor. You don't have a job. And go- I thought it was going to be like she's a uh, secretary or a like ambassador to South Jersey's uh, yeah. something or another. But she's got shit going on for her. Well, you know, maybe this was the niece that Christy was like, you know what, let's distance let's, myself. Let's keep her hush hush. She's out there biting people at dominoes and she's <laughs> she's gone to a few card games where she's She keeps telling people that I'm related to her. I don't yeah. know this bitch. I don't know this bitch. I just want to see Chris Christy she come must out. She must have been hammered, man. Yeah. I want to be on that level of fucked up when we're even when like, I'm fucked up though, like if I was to be getting on a plane or on a bus well, maybe a bus, but like yeah, I just like I don't have that in me where I'm looking to. Uh, you're not confrontational. You're not an aggressive or angry drunk. I I get if somebody like you know if you're at a party and it's like you know dude like you know, I I could see like how it happens if you're at like a party dudes you know try to fight you like I you know yeah. but if I'm just on a fucking plane like and I'm drunk I'm passing the fuck out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, especially when you're leaving New Orleans. It wasn't like she was going there and she was already hyper. I could see that. Yeah, she looks like a... uh, She looks like my kind of woman, actually, now that I've heard this. Wild little finance, bro. If she's going to bite a cop while drunk, what do you think she's going to do? Uh, I mean, <laughs> you wanted to bite her, bite your cock. Uh, I mean, she was accusing the officers of wanting to do that. Uh, yeah, wait, another that. Well, that's how you confirmed lesbian. <laughs> yeah, like, do you want to bite my? What did she say? She was like, so, do you, do you want to put your dick in me? Is it because I'm a lesbian? Do you want to? She was accusing them of all types that of stuff. Even that makes sense, woman. It, a lot of it doesn't make sense. But then today, what does make sense? I mean, yeah, 
Yeah. So, Damn. Um, but we, we wish her the best. Um, hope that she got out on bail relatively quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if any of these allegations are true, then we do not support them. Yeah. Get back to Applebee's and, and get back on your feet, girlfriend. Yeah. Get back to Applebee's. Start throwing around dollar lemonades in the summer again. Spike. You could I like probably. That that's the picture. Is that a long cigarette? Yeah. That's what it looks like here. Um, I, I love these Christie's niece. I love these videos where they just get some photos and they turn it into a slideshow. Oh, it's a before takeoff in New Orleans. So yeah, so they didn't they even, even take the plane off. It, what was she doing? Like she, she was, was boarding. Just, but like, was she just like screaming? And they're like, "Hey, you got to calm down." And then she was like, "Do you know who the fuck my uncle is?" Well, she made that comment towards that Latino family. Oh, and uh, then things just went haywire from there. And. Could you okay? So she's definitely confirmed lesbian, um, which is fine. But if you're going to disturb you the think peace, she'd be a little more progressive and not be dropping you know racist comments. Oh, is that a video of her? That's another passenger oh, meltdown. Gotcha. Um, there's just too many passenger meltdowns on planes. Yeah, at this point, you got to know you're going to get filmed, <laughs> yeah. and like you're not. It's not going to look good. It's not. I, have you ever witnessed a meltdown on a plane before? Um, that directly correlates with how many flights you've taken on Spirit. I, I have uh, like a, a very tiny one, nothing nothing too crazy, but just like people freaking out at the people in front of them for like being yeah. obnoxious. Now, would you consider somebody reclining their seat obnoxious? Because I sure as fuck do. Yeah. 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 It's just I'm tall too and I don't fucking do it. Yeah, I sit there bullshit. and I like a gentleman accept the fucking seat that I paid for. If I wanted the extra leg room, if it's longer flight, I would upgrade myself like a fucking gentleman. Right. Instead of just throwing that shit back right into the lap of the poor piece of shit behind me. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so but yeah, there's just too many of these because it's like, let's just get most of like uh, the population can only afford a Spirit Airlines flight, which I fall right into that bucket. Um, and let's get all of these mentally ill people and put them in a metal tube for a few hours. That's what Spirit does. Yeah, and that's what Spirit does. They do it best. They don't have any entertainment options on the back of the seats, but the entertainment is free because you get to watch fights break out. That's true. Yeah. And, and this is how they get you. They're like, oh, man, a flight to uh, to California is only $50? Check. And then you're like... Okay, I have one bag, and they're like, "That's going to be four hundred and fifty dollars." Yeah, and like, oh, all right. Should have taken American. Yeah, that'll be four hundred and fifty dollars. And if you want to breathe more than a few heartbeats that's be a minute, fifty bucks extra. That's going to be a subscription fee there. Yeah, if you yeah. want clean oxygen and not the uh, farts that come from the fucking cockpit, yeah, you better upgrade for they're that. Like, oh, can I get you a water? I'm like, that would be great. And they're like, that's twenty five bucks. Yeah, and the water that they Fuck. get, they scoop out of the fucking toilet in the back. They're like, yeah. here you go, you piece of shit, and they yeah. just throw it in your face. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's an average Spirit Airlines flight. I, I was. On a Spirit Airlines flight, I might have told you this too, so you know, stop me if I have. But um, the, the first time I was on Spirit, um, and the uh, people were asking like, "Oh, do you guys have uh, like this on the menu?" Like it, they were they were getting all these requests, and the guy just happened to kept going like, "No, like we, we don't have it." And he kept going. They're big. Like, do you have Wi-Fi in this flight? And he's like, "No, it's Spirit." Like, that was, like, his slogan. He just kept being, like... <laughs> As a flight attendant? What did you expect? It's Spirit Airlines. I think they even said it on the announcements. They're like, and there's not going to be Wi-Fi on this flight, but this is Spirit. <laughs> I'm like, that is a wonderful slogan. They lean right into it. Yeah. It's like they're tongue-in-cheek. Have you ever seen, like, some of the Spirit advertisements over the years? They're actually pretty raunchy, a little sexist, too. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Um, but now, I wonder if they did merge with Frontier... 
I, I forget, but they've always been very tongue in cheek, so that makes sense. Yeah. Nothing is worse though. I've only flown Southwest one time, but Southwest is known for their like fucking caroling fucking flight attendants and you know, people that wanted to be comedians, but they fly around the world every single day and they make it seem like their lives suck. Um those are the people that are on Southwest. Oh wow. I, mean, I don't know if I've ever uh flown Southwest. We should do an open mic on a flight. Yeah. <laughs> we people are trapped there. I mean that's kinda if if there are any comedians out there that want to all book on one flight and then we just do an open mic yeah. in the middle of the flight, you've got a uh, audience, captive audience. They yeah. literally are captive. They can't fucking go anywhere. I've run into two comedian friends on flights before, just like uh, coincidentally. One time I was on a flight. I think me and Rick Adana were going to uh, Florida, Florida for gigs, yeah. and I ran into on the flight Sean Banks. Oh shit! Really? Um, hilarious guy. And then when I was going to uh, my uh, brother-in-law's bachelor party in Nashville, I ran into Spark Tabor. Yeah. Who was also going to Nashville for his bachelor party? I was like, "Yeah, what the fuck, Spark? What's going on?" <laughs> it was so funny. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I want to say that I, I haven't like ran into anybody or been on a flight with anybody of note or people that I've known. Interesting. Yeah. Sorry, dude. Yeah. Not as popular. I got to fucking fly more. But open mic in the sky is what we're going to be fucking booking next. Yeah. Pay your own way. No bags out of AC International. Um, so we're going to like, yeah, getting like close to like, we're like 45 or like an hour. So let's uh, <laughs> let's get into a... Uh, rose up the, the pitch yeah. there. I saw this uh, image of a very interesting question that I want to pose to you. Forget okay. what the guy up top said. Mr. Beast posted a poll on Twitter. And it said, if someone offered you $10,000, but if you take it, a random person on earth dies, would you take it? 46% of people said yes, 54 said no. And people like this guy here were shocked that 46% said yes. I'm surprised that that yes wasn't 96%. I know. I mean, I, I'm genuinely thinking about it right now. And I'll tell which you is what, a concern. Yeah. Which Because 10,000 is kind of a game changer for me right now. I think the only question for me... Is that, and you got to look at it from the statistically, 8 billion people are on the planet right now. I'll take those fucking odds. Yeah. <laughs> that it's not going to be me or somebody that I know. Even Make if it that was. a DraftKings bet. Yeah. I would take that every single fucking day. It's not a question of if I would do it. My question would be, how much could I do this in a given day? Yeah. I would take it every hour on the If this was a DraftKings bet, people would be putting this on. Yeah. They would we'll be. be laying this down every weekend. They, all of our boys. Yeah, they would be. Until somebody in their family gets hit. And they're like, fuck, all right, I got to chill out. But in some families, if somebody did, it would be, would it like... Statistically, yeah, that would be crazy. It would, but like, there, is there anybody in your family would hit and you'd be like, actually, you know what? That's I, I could reason with it. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's you got uh, like any 95 and older, like where it's like, you know, it was their time. And then take the 10 grand. It's a tough... To, I, I could fucking, I, I don't have enough hands to list out the people. That <laughs> are just people I casually know. You yeah. know, I'll take those odds. Eight billion to one, it's not even going to, don't even worry about it. It's not going to even come close to this seaboard. I mean, 10,000 um, is really not that much money, though. It's really not. I mean, it 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 is to the point where I, I genuinely thought about this. So I wouldn't do it. But 10,000, uh, because it, if somebody does die, I don't know. You're just like 10,000. It's like, yeah, that's really it, worth the life. 
but 10,000 can really get you out of out of a jam. And some of those people they're making the sacrifice for you. So it's like thank you to That's where we're um, at in America right now. We're that, like, look, I I could pay my car insurance for the year. Yeah. If someone's got to go, they got to go. But it also if you could go down to like let's say um how about this? What if you got to read a short synopsis about the person without listing their race, gender, name, anything identifiable, but it ga- it gives you a little summary, a little LinkedIn profile of their life. Okay. And you get to see, like, let's say the person was a hedge fund manager for 20 years. Would that influence you to go one way or the other? If yeah. You a little I, summary? I think that would, uh, that would influence me to, you know, more highly consider it. it yeah, exactly. I think you'd be able to like, actually, you know what? It, it, the world wouldn't stop turning if this guy just... If you get an age on the person, you get you know some of the things that they've accomplished or haven't accomplished. Yeah. You just get a pull on where they're at in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if they're studying to try and find a cure for cancer, give yeah, me the spark notes on their this person's life. Yeah, if they're like in school to study a cure for cancer or something, ten grand not worth it. A hundred, maybe. Maybe. But you know, I I think as the question stands, I'd do it for five. But if we would, um, and that just says where the differences between where you and I are at, both morally and possibly financially. However, um, I've done a lot worse for a lot less. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, Here's something I I was thinking about. I was talking with somebody about this recently. Um. They're doing all this crazy, you know, Elon, you know, you, you said, uh, you know, cancer and you think about diseases and some yeah. of the stuff that we're creating. Like uh-huh. Elon's talking about putting a fucking chip in his brain in a couple of months. And I'm like, Elon, can you take the fucking weekend yeah. and cure diabetes? <laughs> like, I'm sure it would not. You're putting a chip in your brain, dude, take the weekend. Yeah. You can figure it out. Yeah. Come on, dude. Or cancer. Dude, cure it, dude. Just. You're, Set your mind to something a little bit more than like, how much should I charge people to buy a verified check on Twitter right now? You know, he, he did so. You know, yes, enough with the Twitter, dude. Can you personally fucking cure cancer or cure diabetes? I mean, just take a couple of weeks and knock this shit out. It would be really helpful. Do you yeah. think that they have a cure for cancer right now? Um, if you want the um, conspiracy theorist we'll in me, we'll have to call JC on this. We'll have to call JC on this because the conspiracy theorist in me wants to say that they've had the cure for cancer for decades, but it makes the healthcare industry way too much I fucking know. money. I kind of uh, as agree. fucked up as that is. No, I. It's not us making the decision. It's not us. No, it's all those people at the very top. Which I've watched a lot of stuff on this uh, political. When you get into what I, I think what something everybody here that we can agree with. A lot of people, what they want to do, remember a little 99%, uh, we are the 99% to Occupy Wall Street movement that yeah. happened probably when we were in college, maybe 2012 or 13-ish in that range. Yeah. Basically, everybody that wasn't a billionaire was out protesting in front of banks in New York City on Wall Street mm-hmm. at all these people that like fucked up the economy and everything. And then what they did, they all shifted, all these billionaires and huge corporate entities, they shifted and turned it on ourselves. They were like, no, 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 it's not you 99% versus us 1%. It's all of you people versus each other. It's black versus white. It's gay versus straight. It's transgender versus this, Republican and Democrat. And now they're sitting at the top like, oh, shit, we... That was close. That was a close one. They were (laughs) were almost on to us. They were almost... It's it's just a, a wealth... 
uh, battle constantly. It's it's yeah. rich versus poor. It's yeah. none of the other bullshit, really. No. It's rich versus poor. Yeah, and we just can't keep getting distracted by that type by, of stuff. Yeah, by this petty bullshit. We need to come together. It's very true. We need to come together and pull the plug on micro-tripped people that uh, we could take 10 grand in that a hedge fund manager the world wouldn't miss, you know? Yeah. You know? It's just what... It's you see just these, this... these crypto billionaires that are just like fucking dying off at 30? Yeah. Yeah. The ones that made like fake cryptocurrencies. and That's why I got out of cryptocurrency. I couldn't fucking... They, you thought you were going to get whacked? I thought I was going to get whacked. No, no. I just thought it was bullshit because yeah, I wouldn't... You were going to get whacked off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get, get whacked off by some. Yeah, that, like, that's the the tier level you were at. Yeah, that's somebody's where I was. gonna come whack you off for a bitcoin. It's like I'm fifty bucks into this thing. It's getting pretty serious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I like actually liked the idea of having a decentralized currency and not having to rely on banks knowing every single thing. I like the idea of it. I like the idea, but it didn't turn into something I was gonna use every day. And then I saw all this shit happening. I was like, I'm getting the fuck out of this. Yeah, I'm taking. I, I my never never dipped in. Never I, never. You know. Yeah, I'm had the opportunity. I'm taking. Taking my 50 bucks and buying a gift card from my boy Ramesh, who's going to help me fund a new startup from Nigeria. And I've lost that 50 bucks a few weeks ago. I haven't seen a return yet, but it's coming. Well, he's still got, you know, a bright future ahead of him. He hasn't called back uh, recently. I told him about the podcast. He said he was going to leave a voicemail. We're still waiting on his return call. But Anthony, keep calling in and leaving us voicemails. Um, I think that's yeah. the only, only thing we can really do at call this point. Call back in. Let yeah. us know. Call back in. You know what? We should pose this question to the viewers. All right. That question, again, would be if someone offered you $10,000, but a random person on earth died, would you still take the ten thousand dollars at what level would you say yes or no to that call in let us know yeah call in let us know the number as always is 856-617-4626 send us a dick pic in the text messages but really call and leave a voicemail that's all we're after here all right so we'll see you next time keep being bad let's go